Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, May 6th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Pharmaceutical stocks were rattled after the U.S. said it would support a plan to suspend COVID-19 vaccine patents. And Europe's tourism industry is looking for a post-pandemic shift. Plus, India's coronavirus crisis is adding to the troubles in global shipping. The COVID outbreak in India has been so bad that seafarers who were due to go on the ships have have come down with COVID. Some of them have even got false negative tests and then gone on board and infected their crew members, which has caused massive problems for those ship owners. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The Biden administration yesterday said it would support a plan from the World Health Organization to temporarily suspend intellectual property rights for COVID-19 vaccines. This is to get vaccines out more quickly to countries that need them. The FT's U.S. trade correspondent Amy Williams says America has been coming under pressure to do more to help other countries. This is a huge, huge deal. This is something that, you know, pharmaceutical companies have been really lobbying hard against. The wider business community has been lobbying very hard against it. And so for the Biden administration to come out and annoy the entire U.S. business community, essentially, uh, is, is kind of a big deal. I mean, the U.S. also, you know, it's always upheld intellectual property rights. And it says it's still is very pro-intellectual property rights, but it recognizes that a global pandemic is a very special scenario. So that recognition doesn't come very often. And in the statement, the USTR, Catherine Tai, the US Trade Representative said, you know, these are extraordinary times, so we we need to do something extraordinary. Amy, one of the arguments against this is that giving up the patents alone won't solve the vaccine shortage. We talked about this on the show last week. Other countries would not just need the patent, they would also need the manufacturing know-how as well. And pharmaceutical companies, you know, they've also warned that their technology could fall into the wrong hands, uh, China, Russia. Um, But now that things have not gone their way, what could pharmaceutical companies do next? I mean, in terms of what the pharma companies do next, I think two things. I think, firstly, we might see some legal action from pharma companies challenging this position that the US is going to take. And I think secondly, we will definitely see an absolute ton of lobbying in DC right now, because really this debate is just beginning. A lot is going to ride on the negotiations that will now take place at the World Trade Organization in Geneva. That's the FT's US trade correspondent, Amy Williams. India is one of the countries struggling to contain the virus, and it's in the middle of a devastating new wave of COVID-19. And now, India's crisis is affecting global shipping. Ports around the world have been blocking ships from entering if they've been in India. They're also blocking crew changes. The FT's Harry Dempsey has more. The shipping industry has been grappling um, with crew change issues for uh, well over a year now. And this is the latest sort of manifestation of those issues. And the COVID outbreak in India has been so bad that seafarers who who were due to go on the ships have, have come down with COVID and, you know, they're unable to get on board. Some of them have even got false negative tests and then gone on board and infected their crew members, which has caused massive problems for those ship owners. Um, even before the pandemic, the labor situation on, on ships was relatively tight. Um, And India supplies 240,000 of the world's 1.6 million seafarers. 
So they're a substantial population and, and to have restrictions placed on that many of the seafarers is a huge issue. Points again to how seafarers have become collateral damage of coronavirus and border restrictions. So Harry, are companies seeing an added effect from this on their supply chains? I mean, shipping has already been disrupted by restrictions, backlogs, and you know other pandemic problems over the past year. The thing to understand is all of these extra logistical challenges mount up, and that means that there is likely going to be more delays uh, for supply chains, which are already really stretched, and they don't need any further um, issues coming on top um, of you know things like the Suez Canal blockage, um, uh, containers being in the wrong place. Um, so it's it's come at a really 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 bad time um, for the industry. CFT's industries reporter Harry Dempsey. Europe's tourism industry is dreaming of a recovery. Because of the pandemic, tourism spending in the EU declined last year by two-thirds compared to 2019. But as vaccinations offer a light at the end of the tunnel, the industry also hopes to emerge with a different kind of tourism. The FT's Alice Hancock has been looking into this. I think the reopening and the restart of travel after the pandemic is enabling them to have a think about the kind of tourism that they want going forward. Um, and that kind of tourism is if you can target a higher spending tourist, if you can have fewer uh, tourists with more money, that would answer that problem of over tourism, but keeping the tills open for, for tourism businesses. So, Alice, what are some of the examples that you're seeing of this effort to shift to higher price tourism or or a higher-end tourist, I guess? Sure. Um, this is all quite anecdotal at the moment. People aren't travelling. But operators, I, um, for example, Thomas Cook, has started to offer more what they would call experience holidays. Um, and they expect people to not take one annual beach holiday, but to take one kind of big trip full of different activities and so forth every two or three years. And you've also got people thinking more about ecotourism and resorts such as Azora, which is a big hotel investor in Spain, opening up resorts with more sports in them and swimming pools and kind of wellness spa retreats and so on. Because people have focused more on their health, they have focused more on being outdoors. So it's following trends that probably existed to some degree before the pandemic, but have just, as with so many of these things, been exacerbated by what's happened. Oh, so I'm wondering, are European countries at all worried that if, if they don't make tourism more affordable, that travelers will go to other places that are opening up? I mean, the U.S. is, is, is really opening up right now, and it seems like, a, seems like a, it could be an option. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's all very well for tourism ministers to say we want higher spending tourists, but at the end of the day, they would be pretty upset if they lost the volumes of regular spenders that flock to them. There are places like the Caribbean, like Florida, which actually you can get some pretty affordable flights to these days and have far fewer restrictions than Europe, which is in the middle of, if not sort of just beginning to emerge from a third wave of the, of the virus. And before we go, a final word about Archegos. The family-run investment firm is preparing for insolvency. Its collapse several weeks ago caused more than $10 billion in losses for banks that had been the firm's prime brokers. The FT reports that Archegos has hired restructuring advisors to assist potential legal claims from those banks, which include Credit Suisse and Morgan Stanley. Those banks and others suffered hits when they had to offload the firm's stakes in public companies at a discount. 
The losses were some of the worst on Wall Street in more than a decade. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Did you know the Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.